Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hope you guys are all having a great day. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. To my loyal bed crimers, hi, how are you? I love ya. All I ask is after listening to or watching the video, if you find you enjoyed it or learned something, do me a favor, smash that like button and consider subscribing. Now, let's dig in. Wendy Adelson's ex-husband, 41-year-old Dan Markell, died at the hands of two hired thugs. Her brother Charlie was just sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the crime. Yet the person with the greatest motive for wanting Dan Markell dead is Wendy. Wendy initiated divorce proceedings against Markell. She also wanted to move from Tallahassee, Florida, where Dan Markell had his dream job as a college professor, to Miami to be near her parents, Donna and Harvey Adelson. Wendy's mother, Donna, was especially driven to get Wendy to move to South Florida. And it seems like when Donna Adelson wants something, she goes after it with all her might, and she doesn't stop until she gets it. Donna wanted both Wendy near her in South Florida, as well as Dan and Wendy's children. And when Wendy and Donna learned that Dan Markell would never move to Miami, nor would he accept a million-dollar offer from Harvey and Donna to allow his sons to move full-time to Miami without him, the Adelsons had to come up with another plan. At the time of his death, Wendy and Dan were engaged in an extremely ugly divorce. Dan was trying to get the court to make it so that Donna Adelson could not be in the company of his two sons without court supervision. He was also about to show the court that Wendy had kept some financial assets from him during their divorce, allegedly. And if he was able to prove this, that would have spelled the end of Wendy Adelson's law career. Lawyers like doctors take oaths and they promise to be honest in their financial dealings, whether it's at work or in their personal lives. So the stakes for the Adelsons were very, very high. Getting rid of Dan Markell would solve all of these problems. And Wendy is the person who had the most to gain by his death. Unwilling to accept Dan Markell's stance on the move to South Florida, Charlie Adelson, at his mother's bequest, allegedly engaged two thugs to do away with Dan Markell. And that's what happened. Dan was gunned down in his car at his home on July 18th of 2014, and he died the next day. Soon after 911 was called, Wendy Adelson was brought down to the police station to chat with investigators, and during her interrogation, she inadvertently dropped several clues, clues that I would argue seemed to indicate that she was in on the plot to do in her ex, Dan Markell, and was the person who knew exactly what Dan Markell's schedule would be on the day he died. 
So I'm wondering now why Wendy, who allegedly had the most to gain from Markel's death, has yet to be arrested. Here are the clues that tell me Wendy Adelson is most likely a co-conspirator in the crime. Allegedly. I have to say allegedly because, again, Wendy Adelson has not been charged with any crimes in connection to Dan Markel's death, and she's currently presumed innocent. That's what you call covering one's arse. When the police told Wendy that Dan Markell had died, she immediately jumped to the conclusion that she was a suspect in the case. Now, the police had only said it was a shooting, nothing more. Wendy said to the cops very quickly that she had a lot of friends and that Danny didn't treat her very well. She's not in that interrogation room more than a half hour, and she's already victim-shaming her ex-husband, by the way. So what Wendy's trying to get at is that maybe one of her friends may have done this to Danny to help her. At uh, your home, or your, your ex-husband's home, at 2116 Trescott, okay? Um, your husband, your ex-husband, excuse me, Daniel, all right, has been taken to the hospital. Um, he's not going to survive. Oh, my God. Okay? <laughs> I have a lot of friends. I know. How do you know that? Well, you had two of them up there for a last-minute lunch date, right? Last minute? Well, I, I mean, they, you, you went up there. You're sitting with them. You have friends. I do. What I meant by it is that Danny didn't treat me very well. Wendy tells the cops that her brother Charlie joked about hiring someone 
to take Dan out. To me, it looks like she's trying to direct attention away from herself to make herself look less guilty. And she's pointing straight at her brother, Charlie. Is this projection? I certainly hope that Charlie knows about this because maybe he'll want to throw Wendy under the bus as well now that he is fated to spend the rest of his life behind bars. During this interrogation, Wendy fesses up to having been on the street where Dan Markell's house was on the day of the crime. So the house is the crime scene. Wendy tries to paint this route that day to a liquor store as a shortcut, but in reality, there were other liquor stores closer to home, so it's hard to buy that she just had to go to that liquor store near Dan's house on that day, basically an hour after the crime occurred. If Wendy was aware of the murder-for-hire plot against her ex, Dan Markell, which I personally feel she was, then this trip to Dan Street was, A, pretty stupid, because it makes her look guilty as F, and B, it indicates she was curious to see the aftermath of the gruesome crime and to verify that the two hired thugs had done their paid jobs. Wendy quickly asks the officer if she needs to be read her Miranda rights and says she doesn't know if she's a suspect or not. Why is she saying the word suspect when no one has said that this is a homicide? It could just as easily have been an unaliving situation. All they've told her is it's a shooting. She then blurts out that Dan's family is going to think that she did it meaning that she carried out the crime. Again, is this projection? They say that people will tell you who they are. You just have to listen and you just have to believe it. To me, this is Wendy sort of telling us who instigated the crime, who this crime was done for. We now know that Charlie did help get rid of Dan Markell. Why did Charlie do that? It wasn't for his own benefit. He did it for Wendy and also to please his mother, it would appear. Now, during her time in the interrogation room, Wendy sniffles a lot. She puts her hands up to her eyes as if she's crying. But I think this is Wendy acting. Her mother, Donna, told her in an email that she would need to do her best acting to sell some things to Dan Markell. I think her behavior during this four-hour interrogation I think this is her Academy Award moment. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying she'd win the Academy Award, but I think this is her attempt at an Academy Award acting moment. And later on in the interrogation, when the investigator asks Wendy about Dan's schedule on this day, Wendy blurts out that Dan was at the gym that morning, but then she quickly changes it to, Dan was supposed to be at the gym this morning. In my opinion, this indicates Wendy was keeping track of Dan Markell's schedule that day. It indicates that she knew for a fact that Dan was at his gym that morning. How else would she know for sure that Dan was at the gym? She had to have been almost tracking his movements to ensure he would be home when those two thugs turned up. 
Remember, this whole thing was very highly orchestrated. It was timed probably down to the minute. And although Wendy acts upset about Dan's death during this interrogation, as soon as Dan's declared dead, she basically moves from Tallahassee to South Florida within something like two days with her two young sons. She then changes the boy's last names from Markel to Adelson, which has to be the ultimate act of betrayal against Dan Markel. She then prevents Dan's grieving parents and his sister from seeing his two kids. The Markels were already reeling from Dan's loss, and then Wendy saw fit to impose this unnecessary cruelty on them, not allowing them to see their grandchildren. Note that during that four-hour police interrogation, when the officer asks if she has any of the phone numbers for Dan Markell's family, she says she only has one because she recently deleted them because they weren't contacting her. Now, we know that's not true. The Markells were contacting Wendy. Why wouldn't they have been? They knew that they had to maintain a good relationship with her in order to see their grandchildren. She's the one who cut off contact. She's the one who deleted their phone numbers from her phone. She didn't think she'd need them anymore. Now, I'm wondering if all the friends that Wendy was bragging about back at the beginning of this interrogation, are they still friends with Wendy Adelson? Or are they allowing their consciences to drive them toward moving away from her. And I want to point out another sign of Wendy's potential guilt. Wendy told the officer early on in the interrogation that she was on the street where Dan's house was located, and when she saw the police tape, she didn't bother to stop, she didn't bother to contact Dan, she didn't bother to call the daycare where her two boys were to see if they were okay. If you see police tape on the street where someone you love is living, now granted, she wasn't in love with Dan Markell anymore, but her two sons had spent the night on that street in that house the night before, you would think she want to make sure her kids were okay. How was she able to spend all those hours not calling the daycare to check in on our children to see if everything was okay, to make sure that they'd made it there. It just doesn't make any sense. So these days, I'm wondering, what questions do Wendy's sons have for her now that their Uncle Charlie and their grandmother have been arrested in connection with their father's death? Will those boys one day take back the Markle name? Will they too see that it's very likely that their mother was in on the plot to get rid of their father? A father who, by all accounts, lived for them, adored them, and who organized his life around them? So what do you guys think? Will Wendy Adelson be charged in connection with Dan Markell's death? If so, Will her sons move to Canada to live with their Markel grandparents? And if the cops choose not to pursue Wendy, maybe because they don't want to further traumatize the two young boys, will Dan Markel ever really get full justice? 
let me know in the comments. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.